The Gucci Girl, Prada Professional, Coach Queen, or Target Trendsetter. No matter how you describe her, she's the most powerful consumer in the country. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Ritan, principal at Top Sale Strategies, as she chats with those in the know so that your business can grow. Now please welcome our host of Purse Strings, Maria Ritan. Good afternoon and welcome to Purse Strings. I'm Maria Retan. Thanks so much for joining me today. You can catch Purse Strings every Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Each and every week you'll learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country. The 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending. The woman. Well, first up, a little update on cable news. I'm always interested in these cable news wars. And, you know, for years and years, Fox News Channel dominated cable news. There's been an interesting switch here. MSNBC has popped up to the lead significantly. They've improved 30%, which is just unheard of, to, to 1 million total viewers per day. And they've actually done this in a very coveted demographic of 25 to 54-year-olds. Uh, um, so what we're seeing is a kind of a switch here among the war. Fox News is in second place, and it actually saw a decline by 16% in total average daytime viewing. Um, and that is also significant. The reason these are significant is one, um, ratings determines how much each of these cable news outlets can charge for advertising, which is essentially how they're able to pay their bills. But secondly, it also looks at the decline or the gain in popularity, meaning what they're putting out is or is not resonating with, uh, with their viewers. Um, it will be interesting to see how Fox News tries to correct this. I think what we'll see is MSNBC continuing to do what it's doing in hopes that it is able to retain that very, very large lead. Keep in mind that Fox News has aligned itself with the Republican Party and President Trump. Uh, and it may also be experiencing its decline because of that. MSNBC has taken always a more liberal approach to its news coverage and may be reaping the rewards. So something to keep in mind. Our first profile today is the Prada Professional. It's a woman who's committed to her career but trying to achieve some balance in her life. She's around 36 years old, college grad. Three quarters of them are married, employed full time, and 60% are parents, making more than 75000 uh, a year individually. They do like to keep up with the latest fashions, and it's important that, that they uh, really spend time working on their relationships. They have a close circle of close friends. Um, they enjoy owning quality of quality things and they're willing to shop around to find their favorite brands. In fact, they're very brand loyal. Price, therefore, is not such a big factor in getting what they want. Um, however, they are, again, willing to shop around a little bit for that best price. They consider themselves to be um, very pragmatic and practical and they do consider themselves to be a little bit of a workaholic because um, they do spend so much of their time at work but they do recognize that spending time with family is important as well as having outside interests such as arts and travel. So they're shopping at a variety of places, Neiman Marcus, Nordstrom, Pottery Barn, Target uh, being just a few. And um, ultimately what they're doing is um, trying to diversify 
uh, where they're spending their time and their money. Um, they are swayed by the magazines that they read and the cable and network news and television that they watch. So they're reading magazines like Real Simple, Harper's Bazaar, In Style, and uh, Vanity Fair, and they're watching eFood Network, TLC, and TBS. Well, my guest today is here to talk about women, but specifically women in tech. Uh, I think it's something that we all know has been a struggle for uh, technology companies and those agencies that devote their attention to digital. Annika Snyder Lawrence is the Director of Professional Services at Cognified, which is a WPP digital technology consultancy. She leads a team of 39 consultants, experienced analysts, and experienced architects. It's the largest specialty team of its kind in London. And uh, her background is helping businesses process re-engineering IT strategy, operating models, cost analysis, and business change. She works for such well-known brands as Ford and Unilever, among others. And today she's on to talk about how can we help grow the number of women in tech and what happens if we do not. And I can tell you that it is ominous. So you're going to want to stick around and hear what Inika has to say about women in tech when Purse Strings returns after the break. Purse Strings will be right back after a word from our advertisers. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. The Web Marketing Association is now accepting entries for the 2018 International Web Award Competition. Web Marketing Award winners receive an image plaque, certificate of achievement, higher visibility for your company, valuable feedback from our expert judges, and links to your site from the highly ranked Web Award site. Visit www.webaward.org to nominate your company, site, or organization. Deadline for entries is May 31st, 2018. Go to www.webaward.org and sign up today. WebmasterRadio.fm is the destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. Engage with our panel of on-air experts and peers by following us on Facebook, Google+, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can listen to WebmasterRadio.fm on air or on demand from our website or through iTunes, Stitcher, or however you get your podcasts. Interact and stay informed. Just search for WebmasterRadio.fm. Her Strings is back with the inside track on today's women. Once again, here's Maria Rutan. Welcome back to Purse Strings. My guest today is Inika Snyder-Lawrence, a Director of Professional Services at Cognified, a WPP digital technology consultancy. She leads a team of 39 consultants, experienced analysts, and experienced architects, the biggest specialty team of its kind in London. 
Inika's background lies in advising large organizations in business process reengineering, IT strategy, operating models, cost analysis, and business change. And she's worked for some of the world's best known brands. And I'm thrilled to welcome her to the show. Welcome. Hi, everyone. Hello. So first, I should say that you join us um, from the the Great Pond and uh, very thrilled to have you on from from London. Uh, Talk a little bit about what one does as a director of professional services. So that's quite an interesting question because I don't think there is any one thing that you do. It has such a wide range of responsibilities. So as I head up quite a large team, and we have a very large engineering um, team in Poland, a lot of the time is around liaising with my team members and the Polish team members on projects, ensuring that things are running smoothly. Um, If there are hiccups or anyone needs to escalate anything regarding activities or deliverables, then I'm the escalation point to then take away and see how do we resolve either internally or if we have to communicate with the client, what's the best way to communicate delays or issues or things on the client side. We also have a lot of internal activities. So managing a team like that, you have your daily operational things, your line management activities. We have to do communication from where the company strategy is going down to individual team members. So it's a wide range of things that fit into that job description. Ah, sounds like you have a very big job and you must do it well. So uh, congratulations and all of that. Um, I know that Cognified focuses on the digital space and clearly that's where so many consumers are today. And you do work for globally recognized clients like Unilever. Have you seen a demand for this digital work grow over the last, say, five years? And if so, where are you specifically seeing the most growth? So for me, looking at our large clients, um, they are struggling with the issues of keeping pace with the ever-changing customer landscape. Customers are becoming more demanding. They want more digital on tap. So our customers need to find a complete solution that can quickly deliver these experiences to their end customers. And they're looking to us at Cognified, firstly, to continue delivering these digital experience platforms. But the area of growth that I've seen in the past few years is where they're asking us to provide advice on their digital strategies, to provide support in enablement and adoption of these new platforms. And they also look to us to help them with data-driven decision-making and how do they get the best out of these massive new platforms that they purchase. So we have also seen a client is desperately looking for a single point of contact where they have one person they can say, make that happen for me, please. So this is another area of growth for us in Cognified. We are seeing that we are slowly managing the delivery of the overall program. We're coordinating other third parties and other agencies so that we can deliver that overall customer experience to the client. 
Well, and with this boom, I would imagine too that your your agency's seen some growth in its own workforce. Um, would is that indeed the case? And and if so, what types of professionals are you recruiting these days? So yes, we have seen quite a large change in not just the type of professional, but also skill levels. So. Cognified having a very strong reputation in technology excellence, we're always looking to recruit good developers into our engineering team. However, as I mentioned, our clients' needs and their requests for more transformational advice has led us to grow in the non-engineering side of our business as well. So that was kind of the origins of the professional services team. And again, we have quite a diverse range of professional skills that we look for. We have things like web UX designers, content strategists. We're looking at business architects. We're looking at information and data architects. We're looking at basic platform analysts. So anything that wraps around your actual technology is a set of skills that falls into professional services. Talk a little bit about women in tech. I know this is something that's especially near and dear to your heart. Um, We have read, I mean, I think a lot of people listening today work in professional services, and I think we're all fairly aware that women are underrepresented in in various parts of, of, say, agency life, whether it be creatives, but also I know in the tech space, it's something that's been written about quite a bit lately, whether it's at companies like Google or Apple or others or, and also agencies. So what, what do you think is the core of this problem? It's not like women aren't out there to recruit. What, what do you think the issue is? So I'm going to kind of skip the history lecture. We'll keep that for another time around how home computing and Hollywood stereotyping has caused this massive cultural shift. In the mid-80s, we saw a remarkable dip in women in technology. And I think one of the causes is girls are not really taught what computer science actually means. And over half of them are not likely to actually be encouraged to study it. So women will always associate computers with it's boring, it's difficult, it's boy stuff. And that's even at a young age. So it's from 13, 14, we have girls dropping out of the STEM education because they aren't encouraged. And then secondly, once they actually end up in the workplace, Most organizations are not truly set up in a modern fashion to support women starting a family. It's one thing to have a policy that says, yes, we have maternity, we have flexible working hours, we can do this part-time opportunity thing, but it's a completely different thing to allow a woman to actually use these policies without being penalized. Well, and yeah, without being penalized, exactly. And I, I feel like, too, I know I talk about this a lot, this empowerment of women and having women represented at all levels within an organization is really important. But so whether it's entry-level, mid-middle management or executive leadership, would you agree that seeing women represented at all levels is, is important? 
I would definitely agree it is. Um, unfortunately, the industry is really lacking at all levels. I think at exec level, probably more than some of the lower levels, but it's an industry trend that somewhere we're going to have to break if we actually can progress. If you look at Silicon Valley, only 11% of women hold executive positions. So that's far off from what we would call a good representation in any kind of um, tech level. Yeah, well, and I know too, I mean, I was on your website and I noticed that you only have two women listed among your executive leadership team. And I know Cognified takes it seriously. So, (laughs) you know, I mean, it's a struggle everywhere, isn't it? It is. And yes, unfortunately, at our senior level, we are not as well represented. However, we have quite a few initiatives that are trying to support women coming in at a younger development and a younger analyst level that we can then, over time, hopefully step up into these more senior roles. Well, and I I applaud you for having a plan in place. I think um, in a lot of cases, there's not even a plan in place. And it does need to be thoughtful and it does need to be actionable. Um, and, it, and it needs to be worked every day. Um, otherwise, it's just not going to happen. And we're going to miss out on all kinds of talent that's out there. They're going to go into other industries. And uh, we can't really afford that to happen considering the growth in tech. Um So I'm going to take a quick break, uh, Inika, and when we come back, I want to talk a little bit about, um, you know, what happens if we don't close the gap, and what is the upside to having more women represented uh, with hopes that that eventually is what happens. So everyone stick around. More from Inika Snyder-Lawrence from Cognified when we return in just a moment. Her Strings will be right back after a word from our advertisers. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. All of your favorite WebmasterRadio.fm programs on air and on demand 24-7. Find our shows on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and anywhere you download your podcasts. Add some podcasts to your playlist as part of a better profit margin. More refreshing talk radio on air and on demand 24-7. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Her Strings is back with the inside track on today's women. Once again, here's Maria Ritam. 
Welcome back. I've been talking today with Inika Snyder-Lawrence. She's the Director of Professional Services at Cognified, which is a digital technology consultancy. Uh, she's based in London, but will work is worldwide. And she leads a team of 39 people uh, looking at re-engineering, IT strategy, operating models, cost analysis, and business change, and has worked for the world's best-known brands, including Ford and Unilever. And uh, Inika, like many of us, have a passion for elevating women in our professions and especially women in tech which as we know has been challenged having fair representation of women and right now is very very much underrepresented so um Annika, looking kind of globally at this issue um what do you think it's going to take for this gap to be addressed once and for all i mean whether it you know it it be your own agency or within tech companies? Hi. So as I mentioned, I think individual organizations and the industry as a whole have a huge steps to take to actually address this. So within Cognified, we will continue to support our initiatives like our Digital Academy. This is where we focus on identifying young graduates that have an interest or aptitude for digital and then provide them with a safe learning environment in which we can nurture them and enhance their skills. Our target is to have an equal gender intake every year. And I'm proud to say that we, for the year um, past, we had a 50-50 intake. And this year, we are 600 um, applicants deep, and we are maintaining our 50-50 ratio. We also participate in WPP Wunderman's Pass It On initiative, and the aim of this is to empower women to claim leadership positions, be the catalyst for change, and to lead others by setting positive examples. So we have monthly pass it on meetings in Cognified to allow us to actually bring the young girls up and eventually step into these senior leadership positions. I think in the industry as a whole, there's a real need for good female role models that can inspire and support young girls. And I think we should also look at expanding some of the more isolated mentoring programs because having a good mentor can have a huge impact on retaining young girls that are studying or working in the field. I also think there needs to be a rethink of the engagement model between employer and employee Digital technology is 24 hours, it's global. So we need to find a way for employees to contribute value in non-traditional ways. This kind of reminds me of an Einstein quote, we can't solve our problems with the same level of thinking that created them. So we've got a little bit of work to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just a little bit of work, yes, exactly. Um, you know, I'm assuming, too, that you counsel your own clients on this as well, considering that you work so closely in the digital space. Are you finding that clients are turning to you and saying, how can we fix this within our own organization? So some clients have a couple of initiatives in place, and they are slightly more mature, but there are quite a few clients that come from that slightly more traditional engagement model. And my counseling to them is 
nothing is going to happen organically. You need to actively create these opportunities, identify the woman, bring them into the meetings, bring them into the projects, even if it is at that more junior level, because at some point they'll be able to sit around the table with their own merit. Mm -hmm. But you have to actively create these opportunities. Mm -hmm. Talk about, um, I mean, we all know this in intuitively that having more women represented at all levels is going to be advantageous, not only for the organization itself, but for the, the end customer, because the end customer is likely a woman as well. And we all know that, that um, I mean, there's been studies and studies done about when you have more women represented at all levels, that the company actually reaps the reward. It, it's more successful financially. Um, but I would love your point of view on what you believe is the upside of having more women represented at all levels in tech. So for me, firstly, I think if you look historically, there are some examples of where not having women, certain products have failed. So when the airbag was originally introduced into cars, it very quickly became evident that women and children were being disproportionately injured. Um, the same with early voice recognition software. It actually struggled to recognize female voices and this was due to not having that diverse input into your complete um, product development life cycle. So from a technology perspective, all companies can benefit, but there's also a financial benefit because as you said, we have studies that show having women running or being part of the exec board actually increases the overall success and revenue of the company as well. So talk about what happens if we don't close the gap. I mean, I hate to think that that might be the case. I mean, I, but it, it could take a long time, right? It's already taken a long time. So let's, let's say if it continues to take a long time and we're never really at parity, what, what's the outcome of that? So I don't want to be the doomsday person here. <laughs> yeah, neither do I. <laughs> There has been a recent study that estimates that about 57% of jobs that are going to be displaced by technology um, between now and 2026 actually belong to women. So the biggest impact for us is where these industries are kind of favoring technology skills, it could be hugely harmful to the progression of women because we're so unrepresented in technology. And more so, we actually run the risk of these women missing out on these next big, great job opportunities. And the biggest and scariest thing for me is that we run the risk of women's social influence declining if they're not in these roles. So is the world regressing if we can't address this uh, yeah, I would say yes. <laughs> I would think that that is absolutely what's going to happen. Um, and I hate to, to think that that would, it would be the case. But yes, I, I do believe that will be the, the end result. Uh, but Inika, I appreciate your efforts in trying to stave off um, that gloom and doom and hopefully um, you do your part in, in bringing women in tech, uh, more women to tech and supporting them as well. Thank you so much for being on the show today. 
And thank you very much for taking the time. And I do want to drive everyone to Cognified to learn more about their great work and what they do in the digital space. And that's C-O-G-N-I-F-I-D-E dot com, Cognified dot com. Thanks again to my producer, George. And join me right here next week for another edition of Purse Strings, 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Until then, make it a great one. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.